Greetings, greetings, my beautiful people. This is Holly. I am Queenship coming to you with another episode of Queenship Quarters. We're going to pick back up with part two of our episodes on yesterday with the sister here in Nashville of the journey back to self. And today we're going to speak with that masculine energy, that male point of view with a well, a brother that has a tremendous story that he has to tell. And we're going to tag this journey back to self, the discovery behind the mask. And we're going to start off by letting him introduce himself. I know him as EJ, but he's going to start off by telling you a little bit about himself. Greetings and thank you so much for joining me on Queenship Quarters. And I really appreciate you coming on. Man, thanks for having me, Sister Queen of Hollywood, I'll call you. I'll change your name. Yes. I'll, I'll alter your name in a minute. That's right. right. That's right. Great to be in your presence. Great to be able to be, have the opportunity That's to sit it. here and speak. You know, I love to give back, you know. I realized that we can't take nothing here with us anyway. That's right. So what was the story and the journey and the struggle about? Yes, What's the on. point of doing the work? Mm. What's the point of fighting going in what's mm. the point of doing all that mm. only to be quiet about it that's why it's called a gift you have to give a it gift. away give it away you know so i'm born earl joseph crawford miami florida um right now i have changed the moniker of my name as i am the soul come on and the reason behind that not because of the exes I'm, I'm not affiliated with any religion it's just that i realized at a point in time in life i define me I am the soul. I am the soul. I love you know, that. And so I was born Earl Joseph Crawford, named after my grandfather and uncle, who were great men. Everyone in my family has been first. My great grandfather was the first club owner here in Nashville, okay. Jack Crawford. Come on. Um, my other grandfather, the first black employee at the airport in one of those major positions. That was mm -hmm. Earl, who I'm named after. Okay. Um, my grandfather crossed the street. Mm -hmm. He was the first black photographer. My auntie was the first black meter maid. So we have these first. So that my, legacy right, right there. Right. My uncle legacy. Joseph was like the first. He was some major role in the military. So our family, so many people, are always a trailblazers. Come on. Um, Coming to find out, we got an uncle who, was, who led the first black protest at Fisk. Really? Yes. So our family on both sides. So this that, is my that father. Name, that Crawford. And <laughs> that streeter, yes, yes. Those names, right. So. They named me, and that's one thing that was important back in the day that yeah. you know your name meant Mean something. something. Thank you. It still should. It still should. Yes. And I, and I and I say that because I don't change my name because I have any shame of Earl or Joseph or Jack or anything. I changed my name because I want to live out my own legacy. Come on. That's why I changed my name. Okay. You know, not that I was riding off the name, but mm -hmm. the names around this town, Crawford and Street, are synonymous in this town. Okay. For a generation of people. I love so I didn't want to be identified. I love that. What well, well, EJ, I I what is it? I, I am so I am so I will start referring to you as I am so gratitude for being here. We're gonna like get on into it. Okay, let's go. Like I said, this is the second part of Journey Back to Self. Okay. And particularly the tag of the discovery behind the mask. Me and you and I had a conversation yesterday and I told you to stop, stop, because I want our listeners to hear your journey back to self okay. and what that means to you. So can you give us maybe some history behind what I mean by the discovery behind the mask? Let's start off with a specific question of what was your mask? Well, you know, we all put on a mask. We all do. You know, that's what the journey back to self is. Yes. And then we all build our identity based on where we were born, our family. Yes. You didn't name yourself. Right. You didn't give yourself that 
right. English. Right. You know, so I call it the Tarzan theory. We pretty much all pick up our environment. Yes. A lot of how you deal with money, your self-worth, self-value. Children do it at an early age. They call it a toy mind. You yes. become identified with the toy, and if you take it from me, we throw fits and tantrums. So we all actually... Yes. Have lost ourselves, okay. or what we call to be conscious or aware. Yes, yes, yes. Early on in life, I was I was aware of this sense of awareness. Hmm. So people call it a voice, and it's funny because I have to break this down. If I tell you something's talking to me, and I hear a voice a little louder, and I tell you God told me to say, mm-hmm. then people won't question me. Yeah, yeah, they won't. But question let me start me. telling you this voice right here is going against and saying something different. Then you'll say I'm schizophrenic. Okay, that's okay. what we deal with. Okay. So I've always had a sense of awareness. Okay. We all are different in some way or another. Yes. Whether it be our art, that's why we have different fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Life's about being different. Come on. So I've always known at an early age, even while dealing with insecurity and even while what we do, we, we, we compete and we compare. I had that going on. I had an identity form, okay. but behind the identity, I was always present to know what I was thinking and feeling. Mm. It wasn't a loud voice telling me I'm different. Mm-hmm. It was that I am aware like we all are aware right now. You can hear yourself think. Yes. You know when you're jealous. Mm-hmm. You know when you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. We all know how we feel. We sense when we feel something. Mm-hmm. All of us live inside of our own containers. Mm-hmm. So when I'm angry, frustrated, uh, annoyed, mm-hmm. whatever the feeling is, we're experiencing that feel inside of us. Nobody mm-hmm. else is feeling it. Mm-hmm. We're feeling it. Okay. And I was aware of that. I identified with I was angry. Yes. But for me, it wasn't that I was just angry. It was why am I angry? Right. I didn't like the way it made me feel. Hmm. And so I would go to adults and go to people and I would ask because they would say I overthought. People call me smart because I started reading at an early age. Mm-hmm. I was always able to articulate myself. I was always able to say how I felt. So I was straightforward like I am today. Right. And what I learned later on was learn early is that my mask actually, I was kind of born with a with, with the death of ego. I was aware of my ego early. Oh. So my transparency so, and vulnerability was okay. Okay, so that right there, I'm going to put a pin in it because okay. I want you to, I know you say later on in life you learn, but okay. I want to start off with what you realized. What was what was that mask made of? Like you said, ego right. was one thing. So mm-hmm. let's talk about ego, a part of the material of that mask. Right. What back then was the ego of EJ? What did that look like? Even some of the same things I deal with and we dealt with as adulthood. Being seen as different, being called different, standing out, being talked about. Mm. That's why a lot of people, you know, dress alike, you know. Um, the ego was fear. Fear of being different because you knew you were different. So how did you? How did that ego project itself to other people? Because at that time you really didn't know how to balance it. So how did it come across to people? Was it like arrogance? Or was, how did that? How did the ego show to other people? Well, it turned into arrogance. At first, it was expressive. It was I don't like what's going on, and something's not right here, and I don't like the way I'm feeling. Uh, and you spoke that out. I've been always in tune with my feelings. Okay. They call me a crybaby as a child. I've never had a problem with crying. I've seen a side of me that when I don't cry, you'd rather me cry. Mm. I had to know where that came from too. So it wasn't arrogance at first. It was expressive, but it went unnoticed. Gotcha. Okay. I would say, and, you know, like looking back, we, we got to go back because, you know, everything started. I would say how I was feeling, say what I was seeing. Okay. What I was identifying, what I was going through. Because the thing about my experience is even if it's me I need to work on, mm-hmm. don't invalidate my experience. If gotcha. I'm feeling something, even if it's an insecurity, 
even if it's something I need to work on. Yes. I'm still feeling it. Yes. Don't invalidate my experience. Yeah, and dismiss it. And dismiss it as I'm not yes. feeling it, even if it's me. Yes. Yes. But that's what happened as a child. Okay. Everyone invalidated my experiences. Mm-hmm. Learning later, it was because I was I was like egoically dead. I could see pain in people and suffering and see He was an empath. I was empath early. And people rejected it because I would stir up that I would hit that light and touch that spot. Like you see that? Mm-hmm. Like exposed. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see me in pain? Like you wait a minute, I thought I was smiling, I wasn't upset. You couldn't see it on the outside. I don't mean physical abuse. Right. I could see the pain as a, mm. as a child, and I would bring it up. Mm. And I started. And that scared people. It did. It scared, it scared them now, but it, it scared them then. Yeah. And then I used, as children do, a coping mechanism became my personality. I was like, okay, well, if I can't talk to you, I'll make you laugh. Ah, <laughs> you see, ah, <laughs> just that's, elite. So that's when the mask start coming. The mask start coming down. Yes. Okay. Okay. I make you laugh. You know, mm. because I can't identify and I'm being called you young and everybody has these statements. You know when you get older and you don't understand. And I would ask a question and people would tell me that's just the way it is. Or, that's, that's the way you know, is. and I was having different experiences. Like I said, I've been a driven child. I was a go-getter child. You know, I've always, like my sister who was in the interview yesterday, mm-hmm. I've always known what I wanted and knew how to go get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what no means to this day. Okay. I know you can't stop me. <laughs> you know, the, the only thing I deal with that most people is impatience. Okay. I just, I'm impatient for my manifestation because some seeds take longer to germinate, yeah. germinate. But yeah. I know that you can't stop me. I know once my mind made up, yeah. it's no stopping me. I know only I stop me. I've known that as a key. kid. That's the key. But you knew that early on. Early, early on. Now, I'm 42 now. So mm-hmm. we're talking about a time before we didn't have YouTube. Yeah. You know, we still was in the generation of what goes on in this house, goes in the house. And then we have yes. people who think that the trauma of our parents and grandparents a thousand years ago, we're talking about under 100. Come on. Our parents saw hanging. So yeah. not to get into that, but this matters when it comes down to your growing up because children are all growing different generations. A lot of our parents are doing what they was told, are doing the best they can, but they're emotionally closed off. Yes. And they're giving us information to survive. A lot yes. of our parents gave us information to survive, survive on. Survive on. A lot of our little daughters didn't know about their periods. Yeah. Not because the mother didn't want to talk, because the mother didn't tell. Yes. About yeah. the period, because when he gave me a period, the slave owner yeah. will come in and start mating you. So a lot of stuff was given to us. We're talking about under 100 years. Yes, that's right. So we're going through trauma Way before I knew Trump. Exactly. <laughs> and so I was born at a yes, time yes. that, and that's what life, God, universe does. It presents and keeps on giving you. Every generation is smart and fast. Like right now, a two-year-old can go through the phone and navigate. You can, so quick. So as I was so born, quick. the time I was born, I was more in tune, an empath. I didn't know these words then. Yes. I just know I felt crazy growing up. Mm. I felt crazy. I felt different because everybody around would would say certain things and yeah. do certain things and speak certain things. And every time I asked a question, I said I heard or saw something else, I was rejected. Yes. Yes. And so I don't have an abandonment issue. Mm-hmm. I, I put a mask on for that. I have a rejection issue. I have a invalidation issue. Yes. But the validation I needed was people to be authentic and, and, and genuine and be in touch with their feelings. Yes. And so or to be okay with being different or and, being unique. Yes. And so you just said, and, and when you were speaking, you was talking about that whole whole thing in our community of what goes on in this house stays, stays in, in this house. house. Right. Talk about how that is so detrimental to us as a community of people because 
we don't talk about stuff like you said, and it's only because of that survival mode that we that was passed on, right? In generation after generation, how did that affect EJ growing up, not being able to speak on things, and how did you sort of build up this wall to be the comedian? Right. Well, George DeGraw great book called Post Traumatic Slave. Yes, yeah. I, I love when that you book. Said that, yes, I, I love it. You know, I love it. You know, so um, first thing I thought about when you talk. I about love it. it, and what it does is though generational curses are not just passed down genetically. Yes, epigenetically as well, which means Tarzan. I tell you, my theory is we live like Tarzan. Mm-hmm. So generational curses are passed down from darkness, stuff that we don't talk about. We don't talk about. Speak on it. We yes. don't talk about it. Yes, and and see what talking about it and being vulnerable and transparent or being healed or whole means is that that. I have got in tune with some things that I wish I could have done differently. Even though at the time I've done them, mm-hmm. I wasn't where I am now. Exactly. But I can own that where I was emotionally and the reason why I've done certain things and I've healed from those. And here is the consequence and the result of me doing those things. Yes. If I talk to you about it like we now, like now, our healing journey, you may get some information, some data and change. You may not. But at least I said something that a path I see you on. Yes. That I know I haven't seen work for not only me. I haven't saw this work for nobody. Exactly. I haven't saw it work for nobody. So our grandparents and parents didn't talk about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> if they was unhappy, we didn't hear about it. That's but true. we would see them live in separate rooms in the same house. Come on. And we would see them go to church on Sunday and scream and dance and clap and then come home and argue and fight. Yeah. Not judging. Yes. But this is what we saw. We saw chaos, trauma, depression, yes. anxiety, worry, arguing, fighting, Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday for an hour and a half. Yes. It was gone. Mm. And then after Sunday, we went back too. And then we also saw, if whether we admit it or not, we also saw our family and our people we love play roles and characters. Yes. The same way someone picks up the phone, you got your white voice or what you call it. <laughs> Quote, so, unquote, white voice. That's what I mean by yes. sense of awareness. I didn't mind seeing it, but I would ask, you don't see how you act a certain kind of way here in a certain way? I would bring it up and I, mm. you know how many times I got smacked in my mouth? I bet you did. So it Especially wasn't a right way. It wasn't a right way, but it was stay out of grown folks' business. But yes. it was, you just, you was doing this and doing it. I wasn't snitching. It was <laughs> observation. Come on. You said one thing here, and you said one thing. You lying. Yeah, you you you, you was a little much. You, they my mom and them will tell you, Vanya said they all know this, so I was a different child. Okay. I was What I would know to be called now was a star seed or indigo child. Okay. I felt everything. Yes. And so it was unreciprocated across the board. It mm. wasn't just that my father wasn't there. Was no one could identify with me. Nobody. No one made it okay to be different. No one made it okay. And you keep saying to be different. Because yes. but, do, but do you different? Is that the word you think now? At yes, this, yes. At this age, it, 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 it's 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 something that we all have a capacity to do as we grow and heal. A, a deep spiritual journey is getting back to my inner workings. Yes. So if you're born at a time to where you actually are more aware and you owning, you're not just aware. You're owning how you feel. You're aware of how you feel. Mm-hmm. You're speaking on how you feel, and you're receptive that when someone's telling you something around you, you know what they're dealing with. Yes. Not in per se words, but my gift of discernment, I've heard it called discernment. Yes. It's so powerful. It is. Spirit and I, and I, I've harnessed it now to make it more powerful, but I've always had it. Me too. So different really meant at this time, even as of right now, when I say stuff like this right now, everything I do to you, I do to me first. There's no outside world. That's why I, I pull back on my videos. Right now to 99% of people, that sounds different. I have to break down and go deeper what I mean. Here it goes. 
If I'm angry at you or mad at you, mm-hmm. only my mind can decipher yes. that I'm mad at you. Right. But what I try to tell people is, you may have every right to be mad. That's not what I'm saying. But you're doing it to yourself. When you're mad, you feel the hostility in your body. Yes. So even if by default, I don't know why I'm jealous. When you're jealous of somebody or envious of someone, your body feels envy. Envy has a feeling. Yeah, the other true. person does not feel your <laughs> anger or your envy. Right. So I'm doing it to who? Me. Me. You do it to yourself. Right? So to a lot of people, and I have, and I, and I do counseling and life coaching, that's a process because that's the journey back to self. Journey back to self. Journey back to self is the awareness of what I just told you. Yes. That everything I do to you, I think it. Because, I conceive it because first. That, that's so interesting because, you know, you have people that say, you know, you'll say, I'm mad at you. Yeah. And and if they come back with, because I've had somebody say to me, well, that's, that's on you. <laughs> Until I understood what that, that means. really meant. Right. I was like, what do you mean that's on me? Mm-hmm. You did this, this, right. this, and this. So I'm mad at you because you know what you did. Right. And they kept saying, but that's on you. Yeah. That's on that, you. That's, that's not on me. Right. Or, or I say, well, you hurt me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's how you feel. Right. But I'm telling you, you hurt me this right. way, this way, this way. And it just to keep banging that with that person, mm-hmm. and they, they sort of enlighten me on those are your feelings inside right. of you that you got to work on. Right. And, yeah, you can tell me, and then I can acknowledge it. Right. I acknowledge it. I can acknowledge it. I said it. something, I did something, you disagree with me. Right, but that's... How you're feeling, you. the story you're replaying, yeah, yeah. how it's making you feel, it's on you. And how long you keep it replaying, right. it's on you. What you give consent to. Come on. And condone. And what I, you I, give consent, consent to. to. And I give a, a lot of little examples. I say, listen, you know, we, we both melanated. I couldn't say you was a, uh, if, if I called you a six foot three tall white woman, you would call me crazy. You would never give consent to yes. being called white or tall. Yeah. Now, this sounds uh, um, 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 juvenile, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You would call me crazy. You would never give consent. But let me start calling you some stuff that your negative self talked and said about you. Self talk? Come on. Self-talk. Let me call you something that you calling yourself so, a hell. Yes. And watch you react and respond. We talked about it's that still consent. It's consent. About the first person that hears all you speak out is you. It's you. Self talk, inner talk, whatever you We're want. We always whatever, projecting, whatever reflecting, it is, you or hear deflecting. It first. If I tell you, I say, listen, right now I'm getting back in shape. I'm finna run a 30, 35 mile. We deal with just a lot in our community because people always project their fear. We're projecting always, mm-hmm. deflecting or reflecting. Mm-hmm. Reflecting is we're talking about going in. Yes. Projection is. I'm finna go run a 30, 30 mile marathon and my mind's made up. I'm getting in shape. Somebody say, your fat ass ain't gonna run that marathon. Exactly. You're not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> my mind made up. Right. right. And so that's what we do. And then if you have any doubts or your mind's not made up, that's let somebody gonna, say it. That's gonna hold you back. It'll hold you back. Yes. Because your mind's not made up. Yes. So your circle matters. You know, your all these things matter. Your counsels matter. What you listen to matter. What That's you're right. watching matter. All that. Everything's part of your diet. Everything. Everything should die because you take it all in. Say that again. Everything is part, part of your, of your diet. diet. What I see, my conversations, my talk. I'm, I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking in everything. When you say something to me, who I'm laying with, that's energy. I'm taking that's you easy. in. Everything's your diet. Part of your diet. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to speak, speak on who you land with. We're going yeah. to speak on that down the Oh, line. we'll go, yeah. I want to hit on what you sort of briefly talked to me mm-hmm. about yesterday. You said you had a record deal right. when you was younger. Let's talk about that and how some of the conflicts during that time of your life you experienced. Right, okay. Well, well part of the mask is part of, you know, uh, everything you're living under is the... Uh, 
what Carl Jones has our life broke down the stages. So at a certain age in life, you want to be, you know, money rich and want to have, you know, acquired things. Mm-hmm. Are you energetic? And certain age of life, you know, you're about to, you know, service it. So at a young age in life, I was here to prove people wrong. I proved me right of uh, using the talent, which was the entertain. I'm great with words. You know, I could sell water to a well. You know, yes. my the thing that come my gift is. If I believe in it and I'm dancing on it, the passion behind it will sell it. Okay. And people, that's one thing people would tell me. They wouldn't tell me I was different. They wouldn't tell me, you great mind. They would say, boy, you can sell anything. And they was like, if I had what you had. That's what I heard growing up. Mm-hmm. It was stuff like that, you okay. know. But the record deal came because it was one of those things of, oh, I can tell you now, you can't stop me. I got incarcerated, started getting in trouble. The thing about not accepting your true self, and I'm going to stop right here before I go into the record deal. The thing about not accepting what makes you different, whatever it is, and I know a lot of people in our community who deal with this who are homosexual, Mm -hmm. gay or bisexual. The thing about not dealing with that internal truth of yours is that now you have to grab external substances and do things that's not of character to suppress those things. You better say that. And I need you to repeat that again. That was Yes, let me just go into it. It's a gym. Listen. When I deny me, that's the highest form of disrespect because mm-hmm. I live in that world all day. I know what I want, what I like, and I'm choosing to put the opinions, which we all do. We all yeah, grow, have the outside massive entity. outside. Here we go again. How mama feels, God, I'm going to hear all these external things, but that's still not stopping what you are feeling every day. Okay. So I, now I'm at war, me against me again. Yes. The me who I portray, which I, that mask, the, the mask, the representative, and who I know I am, yeah. not who y'all know. Yes. Cause y'all on the side of my head and my body all day. Who I know I am. Uh. Cause who can define you more than you? Who can you know more than you? And and <laughs> so that brings in that fear. Yes. Of showing who you really are. Right. Of rejection. Rejection. Because you want to talk different was good. Yes. We want to talk different was good. No. Not like as a class, as a course. Mm-hmm. And then you you learn from your environment. That's what I mean. You actually picked up insecurity. You can teach security. Yeah, because you're not born insecure. No. Children go out and rock in the middle street naked. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. You actually very pick fearless. that up. They're very fearless. So and that, that becomes that makes me part of your story. You pick it up. You yeah. Pick so your worth and value, even though we have to go and relearn that because of the That's broken true. structure of the family, do. being told you, it's certain things. If I, The same way if you take a child and tell them they stupid from two years old, they'll grow up yeah. thinking they stupid. Yeah. Your beauty in things can be taught now, you might have to learn to accept what makes you beautiful and what yeah. makes you different from everybody's around you, right. beauty. You know, we don't walk through a field of flowers and say, because everybody likes the rose, the, da- the daffodils and the it's dandelions not, are not beautiful. important and not yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's true. That's or true. the sunflowers. That's true. But that's what we as humans do. We compare what makes us beautiful in the field of all these roses, and we start saying, I don't look like the rose. Mm-hmm. I don't look like the... But what are you? And when you finally sit and see yourself and see, wait a minute. The colors on you and the beauty on you mm-hmm. that only you can define and see. So we live inside of a container and we're looking out, comparing us to everything else around us. Mm. So what happens when you do that is a child, you're watching. We start seeking out for stuff to validate that. Yes. Relationships, drugs, me. It's medication. It's medication. I know we have all our time we go through drugs and mm-hmm. we experiment and whatnot, but certain things are to numb you. It sure is. Yes. And you can tell what's numbing you. Yes. And you don't have to be 42 and have to be somebody who was born uh, indigo to know when I'm suffering. Exactly. 
I live with me. I know when I'm feeling down. That's what depression is. Clinically, it means to be low in spirit. Yes. I know when I'm down. You're going to have to tell me when I'm when I'm not being the best me. Yes. You're going to tell me when I'm not feeling my best. You can't tell me. Look, when you put on clothes or you look in the mirror, you know if you say I want to slim down, this don't look, does it look right? Show big? right. We all are aware of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. if you have what I have in you and you have a soul, you're not a clone, you're not yes. a robot, yes. you can hide it, run from it, disidentify with it all it's you gonna, try to it's gonna be there. ain't it there it's gonna be there when you wake up when you come back from that running away from it <laughs> it's gonna be there. and it don't go and it, it never goes, goes away. away and you can't leave it at the altar and you'll wake up 81 <laughs> wait a minute wait you a minute. can't you, you, might, can't, you, you might, can't pray this away baby you might you might you might uh i'm just touch telling. on something with some church folks yeah you can't leave it at the altar i'm church folks ex past ex you, you can't you can't leave you it can't at the pray altar. away trauma you don't know where it came from you can't fix a broken state in the same state of mind it got learned in that was what i've always talked about about changing of the mindset renew and if you and if you take biblical text it tells you renewing mm-hmm. the mind that's every day that ain't once once in 80 begun, years it's an ongoing renewing ongoing so we got to renew our mind okay okay now that see you you went somewhere but i'm gonna I'm keep taking okay. you back because i want to so I, I, I want you, the listeners to hear some of the stuff you went through okay during that time and what you discovered Okay, what I discovered was I started escaping drugs, selling drugs. I was hustling. I moved out the house at 14. My mom got married. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been independent, so you can't tell me what to do. Okay. I ain't bringing every book home. I've never, I never identified with school. Mm. I've just known school is for some. And the thing about me, when you hear me talk, I'm never going to categorize. Okay. And so I'm so open to being judged because I'm so transparent. Everybody's path ain't the same. And right. my path has unfolded so immaculately that... When I say what I say, it means for me. School okay. one for me. Okay. Um, um, gangs one for me. Groups one for me. Okay. Bunch of friends one for me. Um, that's me. Okay. You know, um, church one for me. We're gonna get on that in a minute. Um, and I, I I knew this at an early age. Okay. But what I still didn't have was any support. You know, my mom was a single parent. Everybody around me selling drugs. I saw I was good at it. I saw I had a mouthpiece. Okay. And then I saw I had was good for words and started okay. putting words together. And I was like, you know what? The people everybody look up to are rappers. Yeah. I can be that. I just nothing. Okay. You know? Okay. So I selling drugs. Same lifestyle. Okay. Went and met the D-Boys. Talked them into it. They gave me drugs. Put me on. So I was a drug dealer. You know, mm. real drug dealer. Mm. Drug dealer. Going to school, coming home with chains, telling mama I found him was my friend stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nothing I really enjoyed or liked because I saw it. Here's the thing, still aware. Okay. I was aware of people giving me their rent money. So understand, you can't be an empathic drug dealer. You too much. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of such an empathic drug dealer. Because I know I'm destroying you. Like I'm, I'm yeah, like, and you taking on that all that. Y'all energy. live in the projects, and I'm, yeah. and so I'm. I know you're gonna get it anyway. But I'm actually knowing what's going on in your household. I'm dating your daughter. Mm. So I'm knowing that this is rent money y'all spent. Our car's getting took. And I'm knowing that you spent it on. So that wasn't going to work for me. Because I felt my hand was in it. Yes. Okay. So that didn't work. (laughs) I was like, I can't sell drugs. Okay. Start selling weed. 
Same thing with we. We was okay, and mm-hmm. then the early then I moved back to Florida. Back we to started Florida. Back to Florida. Okay. And while in Florida, I was coming across some of the guys right now. Y'all know that trick daddy. Like a lot of people from pocket. I've met pretty much everybody in the rap the earlier generation. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting them at certain little shows and concerts on the beaches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they always stood out. The popularity, the validation that they got. Okay. The the artistry was a, the thing that I tap into now with Kratom. The validation was the yeah. same. Yes. You know, it was special ed day in time. They yes. had the swoops and the quality. Yes. So we saw artists was like, okay. Yeah. The only thing I saw that was accepted for being different was artists. Yes. If the artists cussed the or rap, the creativeness. Yes. So that's where the creative came in. Okay. 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 You know, before the record deal. Okay. The creative came in was, it's a way to express myself that I wouldn't get no opportunity to express myself yes. at that age. Okay. And, and rap and music became that. And okay. Like for many people at my age, you know, 79, 15, 14, it became a way to express how you felt. Okay. In a comical form, in a form that resonated like like um, rhythm. Was that a successful time for you doing rap? Yes, okay. yes, it was successful. It was successful. I saw that um, you can get a message across or people listen more. You know, it's like um, teaching your child A, B, C. Mm-hmm. We learn everything through rhythm. It's a rhythm to life. That's everything right. has a rhythm. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was great because it gave me validation. And what happened with that time for you? Um, it was it became the go-to, which means I have once my mind is made up, it's the I'm about to go get this, 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 and this from this. And I did it. I, I did shows. I rap battled. I um, okay. So you you conquered every step you wanted to in that. Right. And then it was time to move on. It was time to move really? on. It was it was before the deal. It was the it was the time I did before the deal. Then it was the okay. Now that I have that, I know I have a skill. Then it was I need to look the part. Okay. So here's where the robberies came in. See, okay. understand the robberies came in. Okay. Um, guys around me who believed in me. He was from the street. You know, was out in the street still hustling. Man, you know, if you got this and got this and get a deal, we get you to New York. So the whole thing was to get me up and to get the money from the robbers and whatnot to produce an album so I can get me out of Nashville. Okay. So no good deal goes unpunished. So we started, you know, sticking up people. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't like on the streets. It was more so like if you worked at a restaurant. And you knew what time they came with the money in the mm-hmm. safe. So it was all inside jobs. All inside jobs. Yeah, so one of those jobs ended up getting us in trouble. Mm-hmm. Got me locked up a couple of years. All the guys was like six, seven years older than me. So they did like a lot of time. And you only and did I'm going couple. to juvenile, right, for okay. like a year and a half. And okay. in juvenile, I made up my mind that I was going to pursue music. And that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Have my name made up. I understand the power of stillness. I've been incarcerated a few times. That's why I'm being still now. I'm like, I'm not going through these things again. Oh, wow. I understand the power of stillness. Okay. When you are set still by choice or by force, it, choice by force, it allows you to download yes. and reflect. Yes. And that's what happens in old sales. So when you, when you were locked up and having to sit still by force, mm-hmm. what ran through your mind and then you ended up back? In jail. Why did that happen multiple times for you? Habit. Um, also fear. You know, as men, speak the, on fear. Fear. Um, had a child at fourteen. After that, so I had a child during this time of being out in the streets. Had a child at fourteen years old, my first child. Mm. And it was, how do you provide for him? Okay. And my father was present, but he wasn't present. And every time he showed up, he would buy gifts, which I ended up repeating that. So mm. he was there, but he wasn't there to be able to pour. Mm-hmm. Ought to do what we're doing now. Okay. You know, so most times I've learned as a parent that you being present is more powerful, powerful than you buy anything Nine, you buy. Yes, that's it. 
That is and so that's what I'm so grateful for that I knew and I was aware of my children's life. Uh-uh-uh. Mama, drama, all of this. Yeah. I get a I'll note to you. going to know I'm there. Yes. And then if something goes on, which is doing that time the mom was young and doing yeah. all the crazy stuff, then I knew it was going to be a gap of time. I knew when it came a time, I'd be able to tell them why they had that gap of time. Exactly. Okay. You know, but it wasn't going to be no, I disappeared in the band. It wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. But I knew even then, up until I had more knowledge to give them than finances. And mm-hmm. as a man, you know, they kind of drives you to get more, which is what the mask comes in again. Okay. So the mask, had, when I got the record deal, when I got out, they told me I had to move. I ended up getting the record deal, $1.5 million, $100,000 advance. Oh, wow. Made it happen. Same thing, same process. You know, met the people, management good, you know, just to speed it up. Mm-hmm. Got to start getting around more people. And here's the thing I always deal with, the same way the guys that whatever, they were, people would always flock to me. Mm-hmm. So I became the center. I was the one who would always talk. They liked not only my talent, people liked me. I didn't know early in life why people liked me. Okay. At first, with the mask on, I thought it was me. Right. I didn't have as much drugs as the other guys who was out there selling. I mm-hmm. didn't have as much toys. Mm-hmm. So what was it? People like talking to me. It's like, mm-hmm. it, 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 you you got to have that. Yes, you got to. So you think that what you're doing is why you have. You think it's because you're talented. And because you, mm-hmm. you know, you cute or everybody mm-hmm. like you. You got gift of, gift, gift of swag. And mm-hmm. you got, you think that's what it is. It's not. Mm-hmm. They're drawn to you. And if you didn't talk, they would like you. Hmm. Scientists did experiment, put 100 people in the room and buy for them. And they all drew to the corners of the room when they started running back the stories of everybody's life. Everybody's stories and frequency and vibration was the same. Hmm. So you would identify with the energies of people you're around. So I got the record deal, and and everyone got greedy. (laughs) Yes, you know, same story. You know, put together a group of guys around the town. Some older guys was involved, had a vision, the same way the vision right now for my family, the Empire. It was Mm -hmm. like Wu-Tang. I wanted to create a down south Wu-Tang. So I wanted multiple personalities. Because what I get is, and what I know, uh, my my natural born gifts. I understand unification. Exactly. I understand the power of harmony. Exactly. I've always understood that if you don't identify with me, you are gonna like somebody. Yeah. Teams do it all the time. That's yes. what I mean. My my logic breaks down the simplicity of life. Okay. I see this working, and I see what don't work. Yeah. And put together a group of guys, and we got a major deal. Okay. Right here in Nashville, didn't have to move away. Okay. It came to us. Okay. Um, and it was sabotaged from within. From theft and bad management and deals. So it ended. Really? Right. How long did that last before about, it ended? About two years. So that was trauma, so depression. Short, yeah, it was short. short. And then I started back up my own company and traveled and toured. And while traveling and touring on my own, I did great. You know, I, I got a you know, medium success. But it wasn't that I realized that I got success. It was that what I kept thinking was every time I made something happen, it was going to make me feel different. And mm. I was making everything happen. And then that time was to reflect again, like incarceration, I realized I felt the same. The same struggles I was having as a teenager was still present. Hmm. While I'm on tour, while I'm on live, while I'm around some of the major artists in the world, while I'm in my new car, while I just bought a house. I bought a house at 15. So, so And I bought a house after the deal. So I've always had it, but I ne- it never changed so the, the way I felt. So the things that you had didn't t- change the space within. It didn't. It never did. And... Speak on that a little more, and also let's go back to f- the fear. Okay. That fear that you were feeling that never left you for a while. No, it didn't. And so, journey back to self. How? What were some of the steps you did to work on getting rid of the fear? What were some of the things you experienced to say, 
That's fear again. And where does that come from? And what did you do to work on not having that fear sort of dictate your steps? Right. Cause it, it had been fear the whole, even even as a child when I would do everything and knew you couldn't stop me, I just do it scared. I think somebody ended up publishing a book on that later. The fear never actually goes away. Those knots and butterflies in your stomach, yeah. it can or can't work out because your brain is just it's, it's right. hundred thousand thoughts all but day. It, it Most of them are negative. Stifling. It can get stifling, right? So okay. I would, I would do it scared. Okay. So what the fear did, it would propel me at a younger age. It crept me as I got older because the fear became more fear, like fear of growing old. What can you say to the men that are listening uh, about confronting? fear as a man oh man um if men don't yield and allow themselves to feel or face those fears mm-hmm. they will live them out and project them onto everybody around them hmm. and it will destroy the very connections that you as a man who are here to create and cultivate the very essence of you that makes you that man you will destroy the very essence of you because you're not allowing yourself to feel. And mm. feeling is important because as a man, we're made to dominate and control and to cultivate and create. It's just our nature. It's not nothing that I, I, I don't make the rules. Right. We build things. We find out how stuff works. You right. know, we have an energy that is a disciplinary or order or a boundary border. You okay. know, we have just as many thoughts as women, but we able to, Kind of process our emotions and put our logic before yeah, the emotion. Yeah, y'all, y'all most com- times. compartmentalize. Compa- right. We we're more nurturing and emotional right. all across the board. Right. So okay. without that there, uh, with that being perverted while being there, it destroys. It. Now uh, uh, we all we all learn it from mothers and fathers and everything. Yeah. But that man not being there, that father not being there, uh-huh. or being there and being toxic. From experience, well, this is only my experience. Okay. I've seen that's more damaging than him being there. Oh, a broken man at home, Come beating on. and abusing and disrespecting the women, mm-hmm. is more damaging than him, than him being not answered. being there. Wow. Yes. Yes. I, I can see that yes. because you, you, you're there supposedly being the protector, the provider, and you're stripping <laughs> and tearing away. The very fabric of balance that you're there for. Yeah, that, that harmony between yes. the feminine and the masculine. Yes. Wow. So I'm not saying abandonment is greater than... Right. I'm saying either way, an unyielded, unhealed, unbalanced, un- unprogressive, unevolved man is detrimental. He's destroying it being there mm. and destroying it not being there. Mm. But it's not that he's not there. He's not here. He doesn't and, want to feel. And you're saying he's not here pointing He's within. not home. It's not within Okay. And so, okay. I, so, I, so as a man, we were told to, you don't cry. The same things passed on to our generations. Mm-hmm. We don't deal with it. We don't face it. And even if we ain't got the answer, we figure it out. So we don't know how to. Um, women have oxytocin. We don't know how to how to reach out and let someone know I don't have all the answers. Have it all figured out. So being a man is not showing quote unquote weakness because you you feel right. So what is that? Tell, talk about that for a man's perspective. And then growing up feeling like, okay, I can't show my feelings because that's going to make me look, as they say, weak. Well, when Is I, that true or is that false? It, is it, is once, it I, once I took on that idea, it actually um, started happening. Because 
I started not speaking up and not saying things. So even my first, I've been married twice. Okay. And not that I was a doormat or a walkover, I didn't still see certain things, but you start letting things pass. Gotcha. Pretty much like conformity. Okay. This is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one made this way. Mm-hmm. It's too judgmental mm-hmm. to expect people to be at a certain place mm-hmm. or to be aware of themselves. Mm-hmm. You've never saw it. It right. doesn't go on a lot. Right. So, and fear kicking in now is, I still got to provide, be a father, and I have these other ideas that the world has told me I'm supposed to be. Okay. I don't cry. I don't say how I feel. I figure it out. So we got that going on. Mm. Mm. We got that. That's going on. Yeah. With the child already. Right. With the marriage already. And then everything else going on. So what women don't realize is men deal with the exact same things you all deal with. Okay. We compartmentalize it differently. Okay. We'll, we'll sit the emotion behind the logic, but we'll never go back and deal with the emotion. Because ah. we still have to feel it. Emotion is feeling. I don't do before I think. Everything is a thought. I don't. It starts with a it thought. It starts with a thought. So uh, what a man can do is, because your brain's a computer, he can keep on foldering and compartmentalizing everything that needs to be dealt file. with. Put yeah, I'll get back to it. Mm. I'll get back and to women it. Women are more, uh, multi- we can do multiple things. We can right. deal with our emotions. We can still do stuff we need to do around the house. We can still hold down the job. We can still work in the marriage. And we deal, we work right. through our emotions. Y'all right. sort of, like you said, put it in the file. Right, and then, and so... And, and they say the woman are, is the most weaker vessel. They only meant physically. Mentally, once you awaken and you realize what I'm about to say right now, which someone might hear, it might be a man. Well, what are you talking about here? So I got all these different symptoms. No, women are emotionally stronger than men. Okay. Men, men are just physically stronger. Right. The stuff like you just named. Right. The, the ability to even, because it's like, you have to feel it. You're forced, your design makes you feel it. Yes, exactly. Innately. You try to, innately. Yes. Feeling is where the power come in. Huh. And what do you mean by that? Feeling is where the power comes in. Feeling is where the power come in. Because we we move through our life based on um what they call it, um reward. Okay. Or suffering. Mm-hmm. Or pain and suffering. What feels good we move toward. Okay. And what doesn't feel good yeah. we move away from. Okay. You don't go touch a hot stove right now because you know it'll burn you. Mm-hmm. So when we allow ourselves to feel, we do less of the things that hurt us. We quit repeating the things mm-hmm. that hurt us. And then we also are aware that the things that I hurt from, other people hurt from, so I don't do it to them. Mm-hmm. See, healing makes me feel that what I know it feels as pain. I felt this pain. I don't want nobody else to feel this pain because mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to be cheated on, hurt, lied to. That's what healing does. It makes me feel yeah. what it feels like. Right. So for men, what would you... Um... I think that's key. Um, sort of listed yeah. um, things to do to in this journey back to self is heal. Oh man. Okay. Heal. So that's a that's a on the list to confront the fear. Confront all fear. Listen, fear these fears that men have don't talk about. Okay. Fear of growing old. Okay. Fear of getting fat. Mm. Fear of being inadequate, not adding up. Mm. Fear of becoming your father. Mm. Fear of losing your sex drive. See, these things that men don't talk ah. about. Your testosterone starts getting low in men at a certain age. True, true. So look at me. Like, I had to cut my hair off last year. <laughs> so, But this is a fear, though. Okay. And th- if, if, okay. If, but what I just named 
Isn't that what women think about too, yes. though? Yes. <laughs> See? Yes. I, yes. In my 50s now, 53 what? now, I'm worried about menopause. But what I'm worried about this extra weight. Right. I can't get out my, my right. snapback. takes two snaps now. <laughs> and so remember, so, just like I said as a child, the things that I didn't accept as a child, I went to drugs. Yeah. I went to disassociate, not yeah. feeling disconnected. Yeah. As a man, that doesn't go away. So this journey of renewing and healing and being whole is a lifelong journey. Yes. It's not a destination. Yes. So the ego, the mask, it takes on new forms. Gotcha. Okay. Sometimes you have on multiple masks. See, the word integrity means to be I'm the same way all the time. Okay. Integral. Okay. You know, even a police officer in uniform, he goes to work. He's a police. You don't come home and put handcuffs on your wife and kids. It's a role. So people play roles. I'm one way with you. Okay. I'm one way here at church. Uh -huh. I'm one way here. Uh -huh. And then when I get home, I'm really who I am. One way with my husband. Integrity is you get me all the time. Right. Okay. okay. And being integral. Okay. So what men do because they don't feel is they need something to cultivate and control. That's why they cheat. Men don't have to have a bunch of women. It's that I need somebody to dominate and control. And this has been not old or boring. It's not that the woman is doing anything. It's that I'm not growing. I'm not doing everything okay. I do to you, I do to me. I'm always projecting, mm. deflecting, or reflecting. Mm. So when I'm mistreating you, I'm mistreating me. An abuser That's is abused himself. That's true. That's true. We heard it growing up. Every time somebody accuses you of something, they the ones doing it. Mm -hmm. Listen. Yeah. A man does not allow himself to feel. He's going to destroy everybody. He's going to control and dominate the situation. And, and the key to that is whatever we and are... cover it up with finances. Yes. And whatever we're seeking in someone else, we need to seek in ourselves first. Whatever we are are um, um, seeing in someone else is, is reflection. People, right. We are reflections of you, especially if you're in a relationship. We are. And you're... you're, you're uh, soul connected that's your reflection right and people ask what is that and so when you when you are talking to that 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 soul connection partner of yours and you saying well i see this in you and you're doing this you you seeing your reflection you see your reflection a good relationship <laughs> will show you you yep it does that's a good relationship it does people think oh no that's bad when you always uh uh noticing this this and this no if if you're a good Soul connection for me. You're going to show me me. Right. And then you're going to also allow me to work on those things and enhance me in the process. Right. Not tear me down. Right. It's a way. So that's what I want to ask you. Sometimes we've come across, and I've heard women talk about being in relationships with that alpha male. Yeah. That that man that is such a man's man mm -hmm. that he's not feeling, that he hasn't. He hasn't uh, held himself accountable or attached to his own feminine energy. Right. So what would you tell our sister queens about that alpha male and what we should do? Because we love him. Right. And for some reason, we're drawn to him. Right. Uh, what can we do as women to sort of uh, make it a safe place for you to feel? Okay. That's alpha male and this Kevin saying these conversations have come up so much and it is and everything is perspective. We're dealing with sociology and the human biology and the mind here. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
First, let me give y'all really what alpha male means. Alpha male means I put me first before everything else. In my existence and what I do and operate in and my plan and my purpose and passion come way before you and everybody else. Is that, see, is that see, right? You see how I just condensed that? You sure Alpha did. male that, means I exactly put me what it is. before you <laughs> and everything else. My importance, what I like, my sex drive, woman, I choose me and don't consider you at all in my plans. When I sum it up like that, it sounds different, don't it? It sounds different. <laughs> That's what alpha male means. See, and then you like it. First. Right. And you seek self first. So the reason why women, I'm going psychologically, go deep. Come on. The reason why women like you because it's the very thing you want to do and your nature and your primitive nature won't allow you. See what I'm saying? Some women can't. You wanting the strong man and wanting the man that's loud, that's primitive. That's what we call the reptilian brain. It was a time when women didn't have the resources they have now. Right. Let's not go deep, but let me, mm-hmm. even the, construct of marriage was to make you a man's property. See, that's it. That's let, it. let's that's go it. there. Let's go there. Come Listen, on, go there was a time when it was a, a couple of years ago, it wasn't factory jobs, accounting jobs for women. You had to rely on the man. Yes. Not maybe. Had to. Only a few hundred years ago. Right. Because of the jobs that were industrial and right. they was heavy, strenuous. Right. What they call civilizing jobs. Right. Doesn't minimize you. It's just what it is. Physically. Right. It was it's demanding on a woman. You couldn't do it. Right. So y'all had to. Okay. okay. So the alpha man was still being presented in a patriarchal society. Gotcha. Based on the Romans and Greeks, because they always dominated their women anyway. Men in certain cultures didn't feel like the women had no power, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So I ain't gonna get into us being prisoners of war and getting to. We can go to many conversations because I know who I am and know really why how we got here. Honor us, so right. We okay. honor our women. We have we we have, and that so, goes back also to slavery. We are gonna you go know. back to that in a minute. Yeah, so because we dropped the ball. Yeah, we that. dropped. Yeah, okay. so we are gonna have to because to go forward we have to go back. Yes. It's one thing we got to realize. Like my story is great because we can go back and tell you how I got here because where I am right now all was a journey. And so where we are as a people, all is a journey. And mm-hmm. it's a, a starting point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's lose my train of thought. An alpha man chooses himself. We all innately know that only one body fits in that coffin. Mm-hmm. Now, understand, we like it because it presents an area in us that we still insecure about. Mm-hmm. It's that taboo thing you can't have because you can never have an alpha man. An alpha man is not going to raise another man's kids. He believes in having his own kids. So this ain't about the high value man. The man makes some kind of money. Mm-hmm. The alpha man is just aware uh, he's dealt with a few women. He's not going to choose you, your children, over him and his peace and his sanctity at all. Mm. Does that simplify mm-hmm. This All this stuff people going into, that's too deep. And what they call the beta man is the man who will deal with it. He will allow you because you are a woman and you still have people you're attracted to. And he knows that you might not be his taste because you like the alpha male. You like the, the built guys and the guys who really ball out because it's exciting to you. It's a, it's a, a lot of women grow up without a man there. So a sense of excitement and, and, and also a sense of strength. Mm-hmm. Alpha men and some gangsters, they carry guns. It makes you feel, let's get there. Okay. The sex is wild. It just, it's just it's there. But a lot of this stems from what we call daddy. This is psychological. Yeah, it sure is. A lot of this stuff stems from father issues. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and the, basis, the man again. The basis for I want I want our men listeners, yes. our, our brothers listeners to know. It all boils down for women is security. Security. Feeling safe. And now look at the I, I, now I look I mean, at the comment. Look at that. 
You're right. Now, say, Alpha Man, he only going to make you feel safe and he'll fight. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. And that's how I was going to go. Yeah, go ahead. He ain't going to secure your face. Yeah. You know, that's our that's our initial thing we need uh, when we're looking in a partner is mm-hmm. to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Is to feel secure. Right. To feel protected. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's supposed to do. But when you're dealing with that Alpha Male, it's that false sense of security mm-hmm. when he's... The, in the streets or that thug. Right. It's the false sense of safety. Right. Because he carrying that gun and you thinking that's cute or whatever. And that's, I'm feeling secure. And you feeling protected because he's going to fight somebody over you. Not seeing that that's really some toxic stuff. Because you can't even be you or even speak to somebody because they so jealous. They're going to fight somebody every time you even look the wrong way. So we as women have to figure out what we mean by I want to feel safe. Right. I want to feel secure. Right. And it took me uh, speaking um, in therapy to be transparent about what is it? What is it about the romantic relationship of being with somebody that is fulfilling for me? And I had to really take pause and think about the safety and the security, what that meant to me, because we as women need to figure that out. Right. Because we are so quick to, like you said, to be drawn to that alpha male or to that man. Thinking, He's the very thing you don't want. Yeah, and it's not what you want. because you, You're looking at that uh, fighting over you as that's him being he cares about me. Yeah. And then it becomes he's fighting you. Right. Or protecting you. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, he's loud or he's, he's, he's um, aggressive. Yeah. But the aggression comes from He's broken. It's funny because people think gangsters are hard. They're no, not. It's no, really emotional. It's emotional and it's, it's, <laughs> it's unhealed things. Yes. And so back to our list, we said facing fear. Right. We said um, healing properly. Right. Uh, where is that spiritually for you as a man? I know we briefly talked about your time with the church. Right. How? What was the 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 pros and cons of the church and how? journey back to self how that played in the journey back to self because a lot of people think all you need is go to church yeah and i and i did that and then doing the time after being a you know a young father and drug dealing and getting a record deal when that being terminated and me being on the road i went through what we call maturity our spiritual awakening okay i was always aware of the voice there still um, I had I had met a few people by this time because I had been on the road. Okay. So what I got to see was a different part of the world. Okay. I got to leave Nashville. Yeah. And this also helped. Yes. I got to leave Nashville I, I, and I meet people everywhere. Time. You got to get out of your and home. And it opened there. me up. So, yes. so it opened me up. And as I was starting to meet different people, I've always read. I never stopped reading about Buddhism, and I, I want to know because the yes. innately thing part of me want to know who and what God is. What is this? feeling in this this download i'm always getting and it's okay to question that yeah a what lot, is this we've been taught not to question that right okay and so when i came back to nashville because after this time it was my second record deal had gone wrong and what i got to see being in the industry was the very things it is that i don't like about the suffering of people that was around my family in my neighborhood it was still going on in the industry mm. They had everything. I got to meet all the people I love and got to really sit and talk with them and be around them and they were miserable. Oh, Holly. You want your paradigm broken? That's why I tell people, go after, I'm one of the people, I'm going to go after and get it because the whole time I realized now, I was trying to change the way I felt. But go and put your whole heart and mind and soul to something. 
which a lot of people are starting to do now, awaken. Mm -hmm. But I've been that way for a child. And get everything you put your... I've got everything. The girl I want in high school, the girl I saw on a flyer, I go get it. I'll manifest it. And then you get it and feel the same. Do that with your dream and then get back there and realize that I just for real want to get here. Mm. And now that I'm here, I hate it. Mm. So you've gotten I got out all, behind the scenes. All the the what the, the finance, you've I was gotten on tour, all the, the I was material there. Yeah. things, you've gotten all this and you still Still felt the same. Wow. It was still there. <laughs> and that's the and that's the misconception that people think that the money's gonna change. Right. Or it's gonna change that or get rid of that. Or what we all call that void or yeah, get that void. Mm -hmm. Uh that that good looking woman's gonna change that. Right. So Getting there and you still felt the same. Right, and then go they tell me. So now I'm asking about it because I'm I, I communicate. Guess what the next question is? The next mm -hmm. answer is, well, go to church. You can't fill that void with nothing but for Jesus and God. There you go. Okay. Okay. And so you know what I did. With well, the that's church. the answer I keep giving from everybody. Right. So let's go see it. I go in. Okay. Now that's another segment. That's a whole. So nice I'm tapped thing. in. Okay. I'm in my mid twenties. Okay. And I'm taking it. Okay. So this is what I'm dealing with. This voice I'm hearing. This awareness I have. This love for people. Okay. Now I take on church. Okay. I jump in head on. Theology okay. school. Oh. So you're talking something about when I deal with religion, I deal with, with philosophy of it and all. I don't just deal with somebody that went on Sunday. Right. School. Running wow. faith-based halfway home, mm. taught it, youth pastor, mm. commentary books. I got I, thousands of dollars on the on mm. books and all the all the Bibles, okay. King John so you Version. Totally in. Went in, right. Okay. The feeling wasn't leaving. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm teach now I'm teaching and leading, bleeding. Like this thing's there. Mm -hmm. So I stopped doing porn. A lot of stuff we dealing with like maybe it's cause it's porn. Maybe it's cause I'm having sex and I'm not married. Mm -hmm. So I'm married to everybody I dated. It never left. Wow. You ain't hear me, Holly. Wow. It never left, baby. It oh. never left. <laughs> it never left. And so I did that for years. Afraid. You steady more trying to feed it, trying to feed trying it, to feed trying it, to feed it, feed it, feed it. Feed and it, you feed still it. malnourished. Malnourished. Wow. I knew I had to go deeper. So deeper than quote unquote church. Deeper than church. Because I'm in church dealing with the same stuff I'm dealing with the streets. I'm doing music in church now. I'm doing sound in church now. I'm making money in church now. I'm speaking in church now. Wow. I'm going from city to city with church now. Wow. I got spiritual fatherhood who ordained me, bishops who have ordained me now. And I'm still broken. That thing that's gone now, we were getting to, huh? was still there. Okay, so since we heard that, <laughs> to sort of get towards our, our ending here, yeah. what made it, or what got you to, is, because these other things, obviously, it yeah. was still there. Right. What, what was it? What was it? The it? The it. What's the it? The it after everything you try, every relationship, everything you try to acquire here, that you try to find external, in people, places, things, money, even the idea of God and church and our Christ and our children, everything you try to find external, you'll never find it. It's already in you the whole time. And all you got to do is accept it in totality, your whole journey in love, all the stuff that you hate about yourself, stretch marks, the pain, the mistakes, to feel love and to know that God is within you already. You have to own your entire journey and accept it with no judgment and own everything about you and well, walk in it. And that's you will it. Be healing hope. That's it. That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> um, we we got to close out right here. 
my brother, I really appreciate you. I appreciate this time. We can continue, I'm sure, on two more episodes of this. But those are the quarters, quarters. that you're talking about. The quarters of the queen, the quarters of the king. So gratitude for being here. I really appreciate your jewels, your knowledge, your what you gave us today. I hope all our listeners have gained something from this. Um, again, I'm going to leave you with queenship quarters is the whole being of the queen that we deal with the each quarter is mind body and soul queenship we're empowering each queen one crown at a time it is not a trend it is your divine essence until next time peace love and light and much love to you all it's, it's definitely talking about greetings 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 this is holly i'm queenship we're just gonna just real briefly uh pick back up from our last episode part two of journey back to self discovering behind the mask with brother ej here um because i think it's something that we cannot leave you guys without talking about we had briefly at the end was talking about quote unquote church and the effect of church, the concept of what how God plays a part or how we feel Jesus or the church plays a part. So we're gonna continue with him on that and he, he's gonna sort of explain to you what he's come across in speaking on this with people. Oh uh, yeah, so the journey mm-hmm. that I went through at first, music, drugs and entertainment, that 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 void was there. We always hear about that hole in your soul. Uh-huh. I'm on a journey now to Get rid of that. I want it gone. And now I'm more serious about getting rid of it because I've already had record deals. Right. My children doing okay. I'm, I'm okay financially. I'm, I'm I'm more self-aware than I ever have been in life. Okay. I'm aware that this voice now of what's going inside of me has to be of and from God. Mm-hmm. I'm aware it's called discernment now. Mm-hmm. I'm aware it's called an anointing now. Mm-hmm. I have all these new terminologies now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I jumped head in, you mm-hmm. know, studying religion. Because mm-hmm. all that Bible say is, go to church. Mm-hmm. That area was left for God. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm going to say going into it, I'll never negate or discredit religion. I'm going to tell you why I ain't in church. Because we didn't have churches and we didn't start there. Being that we are kidnapped and prisoners of war. Some of us are already here. Not going to go into that. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have no foundation of spirituality to start from. Because our spirituality was stripped and stole anyway. It was stripped from us. It was stripped and stole. Nationalities, So what you'll hear me say is this. Uh, people like to negate because I know what we have is this thing. And I'm going to go into something that what what has, what has what goes on from these conversations is our people have based their reality so on this, on on on, on, on the Bible and church. What was that, given to us. What was given to us. <laughs> our holy, we have made decisions. Our whole existence have been based on this concept of westernized deity, God, and sky. And a lot of people have stayed with people, abusive relationships, Come have on. changed, have decided their careers. Uh-oh. You could you could prick some Man, people. A lot my of people are still say, right now. <laughs> my whole pastor used to say, uh, "If I if I, I step on I, your toes, say out." I have to give a disclaimer. Okay. Disclaimer. Okay, I told come you, on. This is not you all stories. This is my truth. Okay. The truth can't be told. The truth so is let's say that. This is my truth. Y'all listen to this. Don't be pastor. saying, "Oh, this this podcast right. is talking no, against church no, and Jesus no. and all that." This is his, loved it. His loved story. It. Okay. Anybody around can tell you, you follow. I have you know loved it. Loved church. Loved it. Um, okay. The experience, the fellowship. You know. Okay. Um, the God concept, but I have to be honest though. Okay. I have to be honest. Okay. As an ex pastor, as a student, as someone who taught it. As someone who read deeper, even before I started knowing about the other. I, see, I was doing this before I knew about our civilization. I didn't okay. know about Egypt and all this stuff then. Right. But what I knew was the the feeling wouldn't go away. Okay. 
And so, also, what people don't know is, a lot of your mega pastors and big preachers, they know what I know and what I'm going to say on this podcast. Okay. Here's what they know, <laughs> and I know getting into it is going to get, hope. Oh, stay with me. Stay, stay with Here's me. Here's what a don't, lot of don't, you all Don't cut us off. Don't, don't cut, cut us off. off. Listen. Because you have been to seminary school what they are in school and learned the, the law of psychology and mass psychology and her psychology, then what I'm about to say right now is about to, it's about to cause dissonance. Because okay. a lot of you have built your reality, where you're going to go and who you stay with and what you're not going to do and experience, whatever that is, on a fear. Okay. You, let me go and lay it all out. Okay. Even though you still do it and hide it and do it in your mind and some sneak off, you know, you have built... In, Okay, the Bible is allegories. It's it's, it's, it's it's stories and parables and allegories that people used back during the time that was on the wall and carved in to tell stories of mm-hmm. principles of people during that time mm-hmm. to teach lessons. Mm-hmm. Now, carry that back to your theology pastor, your big one, asking. <laughs> and he knows this too. Okay. But that's okay because here's the truth about what we call the sheep or the herd or the congregation. Many of us don't know who we are. Yeah. If we had nobody guiding or directing us, yes. or we didn't have the innately voice or the gift that I had to go in deeper, mm-hmm. you need something yes. to anchor you down because you have no idea who you are, where you're from. Think about it. We go to Arabian stores around our neighborhoods. They come here with some sense of culture, yeah. some sense of where they're from, what food they ate. So if you didn't have religion or the church, so I don't down church. I was in it too. You wouldn't have no spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. That's why that's my disclaimer. Okay. But in reality, the Bible's written in code, and the Bible's essence is more so to teach you about you. Okay. Okay. And this has been a divisive tool that's been used before we got here, mm-hmm. because your spirit, man, or this inner self we're talking about finding, mm-hmm. is gonna always try to find itself. Yes, always, <laughs> always. And so before we got here, and before people before us got here. We have always been overlorded by rulers. Mm. And that's one thing that we don't have to get historically about. Somebody runs America. Somebody runs the world. And mm-hmm. if you've done a little history, you've been in church, mm-hmm. you heard about the kings mm-hmm. and the Davids. And I'll ask you all, when did that stop? Did they turn it back over to the people? Or is somebody still in charge? Mm-hmm. You see? A basic question. Mm-hmm. That's not dissonance. Mm-hmm. Even if you take everything literal from the Bible, or literal, and don't know deep history about kings and rulers, you know that somebody... They fought for resources and land, and Christopher Columbus was quote-unquote. So we know it's somebody over time has been rulership going, taking over land, and conquering people. Let's not be ignorant. Right, right, right. This happens. Right. This happened. Right. We are the prisoners of that war. Right. So, so. Factual. So within the church. So let's go. What was the illusion for you that was revealed? Okay, now someone who read it finally, commentary theology, it's God formed you in the womb. It's prophet as I, before he knew you, he knew you, right? Mm-hmm. So as someone who was already self-aware enough of my thoughts and what I'm seeing going on, it's what I would see. It's the, we messing around. You coming over here and you scared like somebody going to see you. But the, the deity is, before I formed you in the womb, understand the mantra. We in church to fellowship with people. Mm-hmm. Because we believe the same thing that Jesus is going to come back and return one day. I want to give people, a lot of people are going to church not knowing why they're going, mm-hmm. okay? Then the God that we're going already had it planned out mm-hmm. and knew you in the womb before he formed you already. Mm-hmm. 
So who are you hiding from? Mm-hmm. Right. You see? Mm-hmm. So I saw that. Well, God's going to... Well, if you here and we about to have sex, and whether we did or we didn't, you know that God already knew this already. So I saw that. Wait a minute. I'm around people who don't even know the basic foundation of their belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see? I wasn't a pastor at this time. This was me, me going in. I went and bought all the books. Right. And they said, well, lean not to your understanding. So I started talking to other men. That's why I ended up going to school and taking school for it. But what I saw was, I saw the the illness of people saying one thing. Now, the thing about the streets is, if you smoked dope in the streets or did drugs in the street, we all knew it. You didn't have nothing. If you was a freak, we all knew it. Right. It was nothing hidden. Right. I could see it. We knew who who was. Mm-hmm. I'm in the church world now. Understand? I didn't start. I'm not a, a church baby. Right. I'm in this thing at 20 plus present. Right. Seeing all of the fakeness. Right. Right. Not that I care about fakeness. It's that I see it. I don't have to go deep. Right. I'm seeing the lie. I'm seeing the phone. I'm seeing them talk. The clicks and stuff or whatnot. So... I had to learn later that your relationship, people going to be saying, it ain't about the people, about God. I get out, I'm going there. But I'm telling y'all, when people come in church, what they see. We actually coming in church to see power. Understand, we done heard about walking on water. Mm-hmm. We done heard about seas being parted. But, but instead, they walk in <laughs> and everything they see Sim- outside. Outs- everything, though. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. no power. Yeah. It's an emotional uplift, but we're not seeing nothing different. Yeah. So you took... You took. I took it literally. Took it to heart. I was ready for it. Yeah. And so from that, and and sort of breaking that illusion mm-hmm. and seeing those those things you were seeing, you 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 did you walk away from the church? No, I went. I got deeper. <coughs> I went deeper. And did that's you what they leave go. the church. No, I left that one, and I found myself going to different churches, and I and I and, and, and I finally came across. I I would have these conversations with pastors as I was reading and studying school and theology. I would talk, and a lot of the pastors in our neighborhoods hadn't went to school. Mm-hmm. They was passed down by men who was well-meaning men who were slaves. So understand, um, a lot of men was taught by their grandfather. Their grandfather was slaves. Mm-hmm. They taught. So no man can teach you ownership, freedom, do things he never had. How can I pass down something we didn't have hundred years ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started realizing. So the questions I had and had the question I was posing to the men, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pastors would get intimidated by that because I would challenge them as well. But I was challenging men who I knew weren't living the standard anyway. And I didn't care. I, I never told nobody some of the stuff these men would I didn't mm-hmm. care because mm-hmm. I saw men as men. Mm-hmm. They had a great gift to speak. They encouraged people. And I understand the law of reciprocity even then. I didn't care. Like right now, I don't care if they have a jet or have an ATM in church. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. I understand the law. If I'm giving you something, feeding your soul, or giving you something, the reciprocity you give me. Mm-hmm. Like an artist or like anything else you do great. I don't mm-hmm. care that pastors are rich. I don't get into that. So, so But I saw... That nobody was doing what they were screaming for on Sunday. And I kept on seeing this everywhere. Not that I need to see somebody walk on water, be just mm-hmm. kind and cool, or be perfect. Mm-hmm. But I was I was doing things and most of people noticed about how I carried myself than the people that have been around 30, 40 years. And these folks have been in these buildings sometimes 20, 30, 40, 50 right, years. Right. So I changed church like 12 times wow. and kept seeing it. And like you said, and the reason why you was jumping like that, because it was still there. It was still there. It was still there. Still there. So... To wrap this uh, journey back to self, where are you now? Where am I now? Is after trying to find God, praying, fasting, teaching, speaking, studying, 
it led me on the journey of, you know, other his, uh, other historical God who named it up, you know. Then the realization of it is, okay, am I going to trust and live my life out externally trying to find something I haven't found yet? Am I going to go in and do all this work internally? What do I think and what do I um, feel and why do I get here? And, and for a man to make this phone up, then it was his idea. So even the Bible can be questioned and I'm okay with that. And even when he told me God. And once I started doing that, it started lifting. Okay. So lifting, the lifting was even who I thought I need to be as a father of man. I had a great job back working. It didn't fulfill me. I knew it didn't bring me joy. I was aware how it felt. So what I decided was anything that goes against the flow of me, I'm not going to do anymore. Hmm. Anything that goes against the flow of me. And I'm what is that? It's going to be different for some. Yeah, it's going to be, be relations for some. Yeah. But what is the flow of you? It, you feel it. Yeah. It's a disconnect. You may not know this feeling I'm talking about in you mm-hmm. to call it because it has become so normal and people have been told it can't leave till heaven. Mm-hmm. Are you not going to find till you die? Mm-hmm. And that it's to come through trauma. Some people have been raped and mm-hmm. abandoned. It's so deep. You probably think that you have to live with that thing forever. Mm-hmm. That feeling, yeah. that feeling is called a disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know how you know it? You're always arguing and back and forth with people. You want to be alone. Your depression comes back time and time again because that, that area, that, that, that conflict, that with, conflict self. with self. Yeah, it's going to be a conflict right. with self. That so area you is you. you. That area is made for you. And that you has to be defined and be accepted because the war that you're in right now is thinking that you're going to find that outside of yourself. And understand that that's what we're talking about with the journey. The journey. The journey is that conflict that that going to... Uh, the church or or going a person to, a person drugs or, or all of that that's all part of the journey to right. understand that you got to go through to get to and you got to go if you're truly seeking you yeah that's the question if you truly get to a point in your life i need to know who i am mm-hmm. and, and and when that happens you can't walk away from okay. it cuz it's like you said it's going to stay there it's going to keep eating at you yeah. it's going to keep pricking you until you genuinely, intentionally seek you out. Right. And once you seek you out and find you, it's nothing like that peace. Nothing like it. It's, like you said, nothing outside of you can deter that. You can't. Nothing outside of you can make you feel like, because once you got it, you can't you go it. back. You can't. You can't go back. You can't go back. And ain't nobody going to make you go back. Right. Now, you might digress a little bit because, okay, our human in this flesh maybe desires, you know, other flesh. But then even in that, that fulfillment, you will not let it linger as long as you did before. And that's why I tell you, I am soul. I'm the observer of that. You think you believe in souls? No, you are the soul. Like the observer, the, the one can hear your thoughts and... That comes at a cost too, and it's what it's no easier said than done. The same way it comes at a cost. We lose people. There it (laughs) goes. Now you know when the caterpillar is becoming the butterfly and it's shedding its old form. A lot of people and habits and things, careers, cities we picked up at that state we were in. Mm. We're not there anymore. We made those decisions from the conscious level we was at then. That's right. We chose that person from. The lack of self-worth or the lack of self-awareness we knew about ourselves then. Then, yes. When you own and go on this journey, most of the things that you picked up Mm. 
on that lower side of yourself and not less than, mm-hmm. not not you're, you're better than, mm-hmm. it's, we call it vibration. Yes. And people think that's a, a new age term, but oh. they've been saying it their whole life. I don't like their vibe. What do you think you're saying? Right. Ain't it funny how we go into a room and tell the vibe of a person when it's yes. low, yes. but no one seems to identify the vibe of a person when they're high? Yes. Yes. Certain people can pick out a low vibration all day. All day. And so I'm not saying anything new. We all are uh, um, spiritual beings. And, and in that spiritual being, we got to understand it, it, the, the higher and lower self is strangely mixed. Right. So we have both. That 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 sun. That's and that why moon, I can see it. That sun and that moon, that masculine and that feminine, that light and that darkness, that shadow work versus right. the light work. All of that is mixed in all of us. So, like you said, when you walk in a room and you can pick up on the lower self vibration, <laughs> and you're that high vibration right. coming in, they have to come up to the high vibration. They do. Like they used to say in the church, light and darkness can't lie in the same it spot. It, it can't. And light's going to win every time. Right. But you won't even know that until you know you. And that's what being awoke or awakening in the quarters mean. It means that. I don't, I can't explain and tell you if all the conspiracies people talk about are real in certain areas. I can in the industry, but I know me is regardless of what y'all all believe. Nobody can know me like me. I'm awakened to me. Woke meaning I don't follow that like you. I don't subscribe to what you subscribe to. And we live off this in every area. Discrimination, bias, mm-hmm. prejudice. I don't prefer it. You can't be mad at me because yeah. I don't prefer your belief, your religion, or your action, how you move. Yes. Or yeah. how you live your lifestyle. Yes. I don't con- condone it. It's not threatening my existence. You're yes. not taking air out of my body, food out of my mouth, not harming my family. Why do I care about what you do? Mm-hmm. Life should be that simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not threatening my existence. All the existing people I care about. And you're not threatening nobody. You're not riding through the streets with an AK shooting down people. I shoot. You're not threatening nobody's existence mm-hmm. by living the life you choose to live, whether regardless of what you choose. Mm-hmm. And that comes from not knowing that. Because once I know me, and I've fought to know me, and I've fought to love me, and I know the journey and the hell it takes to go through, mm-hmm. I will never, I will give people so much leverage and so much empathy and sympathy. Mm-hmm. I accept them on their journey. Because yes. I demand you accept mine. Right. But I, but my suffering is gone. I'm mm. peaceful 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. And the time I'm not is because I'm suffering because somebody I care about is suffering. Yes. Which I'm okay with that kind of empath suffering. Yes. Learn it's not me. Let the energy pass through. Yes. But the pain of that void that left me mm. was work. And everybody who was there is gone. Both uh-huh. wives are gone. All mm. 12 friends are gone. Mm. We still speaking high about love. My wife pull up. You, you would see us interacting with right. think nothing happened. Right. Love them. Yeah. But it's certain people and certain things in life. Because no such thing as mine anyway. You take yeah. nobody here anyway. Yeah. And so back to where this all came from is that the reason why you have to be mindful of what the ego of the mass attaches to, because you can be on a healing journey yes. and be knowing that something's deeper about you or something spiritual, and then you'll put the mask on religion. That the religion mask is detrimental because it's going to keep you always looking in the sky for what's inside. Uh huh. Say it's that gonna, again. The, the, you put the, the religion mask on. You put the religion mask on. Mm-hmm. It's going to always have you looking and thinking external. And the thing, and, and what's detrimental to waiting on a savior is that you negate your responsibility to change the world and change yourself. And that's why you can't pray it away. 
One more time. <laughs> the detriment in waiting for a say, the detriment in your for yourself, or okay, that somebody gonna come do it for you, come on. or letting God fight that battle. And I, and I explain this, and it should be simple. You know, and I, I like to use the story of Ahmaud Arbery. Now, a lot of people know this story. You remember that guy that got killed. Mm -hmm. Now, you know that they didn't do anything. Yeah. And what made them do something was the people. The people united. I'm not going to go deep into it, but the yeah. people created chaos right. and started posting, and then something was done. So, so you, you can't negate your power and wait for somebody. You can, but that's what we have been doing, and that's what it means to be awake and to be spiritual, that you can now see Wait a minute. Why was nothing we're doing changing? And we are, we are, we're, we're, we're all a fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. And so it's the God in you. It, and that's the journey to self. Yes. That's, that's the, the war to struggle. What you mean, Carly? I'm not saying, saying I, I, I tell I, the I, sun I, to go down I'm right now. I'm God and creative of all no. things. It's just I know the God in me because I'm I'm created in, in the image, image of, of, God. Of, of God. And... I've made a lot of my life what it is and was based on choices and decisions I created. I agree. You are the creator of all of that. <laughs> so I, to, to, to wrap this up, I need you to give our listeners um, a quick list of while they're on this journey back to self, mm. while they are discovering the things that are under the mask, the several masks that we take off and put on, what can you encourage them um, in a list form, some things okay. uh, that they can do along this journey of discovering what's behind the mask? Um, I have a book I'm say. writing too called The Five Stages of Healing. And it's, okay. it's five S's. Saying how to hear, I got S. Okay. I love C's. Five S's. Okay. The book I'm writing right now is called The Five Stages of Healing. The first stage is C. Okay. You have to first see Okay. That maybe you didn't pick your family. Maybe you didn't choose that trauma as a child, that molest, that rape, that father, that abandonment. But you have to see that you are the common denominator in every situation going on in your life right now. Come on. Okay. You are the one picking the guys mm -hmm. back. You chose that job. You are actually taking steps right. and making decisions and choices. You that's have to first the, see that. That's the one you had the baby with. You have to see that I, <laughs> I played a role. What role did I play in this? That's it. I don't mean the stuff you know as a child you went through. I'm not negating your childhood traumas. Right. But right now today, you are playing a role. Okay. So that's C. That's C. Mm -hmm. And then you need to seek. Once you see, you start seeking. seeking. Why am I doing this? Okay. See and seeking. See and seeking. What are some of the things that happened as a childhood? Mm -hmm. What am I insecure? I'm seeking now. I'm going. I'm seeking. Why am I behaving this way? Why am I attracting the same type people? Okay. Why am I unhappy? I see I'm unhappy. Mm -hmm. I see I'm in the abuse relationship. I see I'm in the broken space. Mm -hmm. Now I'm seeking. I'm seeking. I'm finding why. What are the what are the two? Then you search. Seeking is search is now see, I'm searching. See seeking search. Now I'm searching for tools. Gotcha. Okay, now we need the resources. We need, the tools yeah, the tools. To, yeah, to work on searching. The working on the brokenness. There you go. Okay. And um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Sure will. <laughs> and what I've learned about searching is when Alicia Keys said it: when the pain of staying the same became becomes greater than the pain of change, mm. you'll do whatever it takes to heal. Okay. When you can't take no more, and that's uh people, and I, I suggest that you don't wait to the breakdown because yeah. a lot of people don't return from it. 
Yeah. That's why we have so much bipolar medicine yeah. and some people on on on, on like lighter and stuff because your brain can't take but so much. Your body produces chemicals every time you have fear. Like if you have fear, the mind can't determine the difference between mm-hmm. you being scared or being stressed. Mm-hmm. Stress is the number one killer of America, not it's guns true. and drugs. It's and stress is your emotional stress is your e your emotional measurement of how situations in life turn out or don't turn out how you would have preferred. Mm-hmm. It's how you manage how you feel when life does what life do. That's right. So okay. See, seek, seek, search, and as you're searching, maybe search out some therapy, mm-hmm. somebody you can trust, yeah. a counselor. Okay. Um, some people right now are doing YouTube or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Some people are starting to realize. I am into some of the stuff that church told me was evil. I'm drawn to astrology. I'm drawn to these things. Mm-hmm. Search out. Yes. That's what being open is. You got to right. see. This is not working for me. Let me find out. Okay, listen. Search. I have to search. Okay. Search out. Search that out. Okay. And then surrender to it. Surrender to it. Surrender. See. see, see seek. Search. search now surrender. surrender. Surrender Come is on. I've already seen. I know it's me. Mm-hmm. I know I got work to do. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm searching. I got maybe a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a group of people I mm-hmm. talked to. Maybe a therapist. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reading some holistic mm-hmm. books. You know, I'm questioning everything. Now you I'm, I'm re- surrender. surrender. So, so the work like can I'm, start. The work. There you go. So the work can start. Surrender. Because it's a journey. Surrendering. Because, because the more we hold on to not uh, uh, holding ourselves accountable or really seeing yeah. the reflection in the mirror... The harder or the longer the process is going to take. Right. So you got to surrender. Right. And that's what it means why you can't leave at the altar. You can't leave this journey at the altar because there's more stuff going on that has to be back revisited and faced. Yeah. People have been touched, traumatized, divorced, yeah, so beaten, abused. Yeah, you got to go deal with that thing. Yeah, yeah you got to revisit some Revisit, stuff. feel it. Yeah, feel it. Own it. Forgive them. Forgive yeah. you for staying there. Yes. Know why you got into it. Know yes. why you stayed so long. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes that's yes. part of this journey. Okay, so see, see seek, seek, search, uh, and surrender, surrender, and, and what's the last one? Save yourself. Come on. That, li- that life protection. <laughs> Please save me for me. Save yourself. Save for, it's not for selfish to put you in your healing first. Right. Even on the airplane, they tell you, grab your mask first. first. If you was going to be a lifeguard, you better learn how to swim. Because you go grab somebody, drown, they'll pull you under. The tools, the techniques you need to be emotionally whole and balanced. You, save Andrea, yourself. Uh, oh, what's the song? That's my song. Save yourself. And funny, the book is called The James Shaw Jr. Theory because you know James Shaw Jr., the guy mm-hmm. at Waffle House, mm-hmm. and I used the analogy because I said I don't negate beliefs and I don't discredit God. And I said, it's not that I don't believe in God. I don't believe it's a white man in the sky with a beard playing chess with everybody's individual life. That's the mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. I believe in the supreme source, but that, those pictures, those images that we was given. Yes, the images. This idea. That didn't set me free. So I say save yourself. Mm-hmm. And the James Shaw Jr. theory, and we can end on this. The James Shaw Jr. theory is James Shaw is a hero right now. Mm-hmm. Not because he wanted to go fight a gunman. Mm-hmm. On his interview, he said, I wasn't thinking about my daughter. He got a kid. I wasn't thinking about my family. I wasn't thinking about, about none of the people here. Yeah, I'm trying to save him. I'm trying to sa- You catch it? Yeah, now, by saving him. He saved other people. Whoever was left. Yes. Because we, 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 that's it. That's 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 what we're going to end it on. Because because we don't realize once we work on us, heal us, and save ourselves, our circle, our village, 
uh, the people that are affected by our choices are also going to be well. Also. They're also going to be in harmony. Mm. Because you're in harmony yes. with you. Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Okay, look, listeners. Yes. I'm sorry. You know, we we did the first episode is an hour long. This is another 30 minutes. But I think it was so, so, so integral to get this last little segment in because I am so... I am so. I am so is such a a person that his story needs to be told. I'm so glad to hear that you're writing a book because we all have this journey we're going on. We all have the journey back to self. And that's what I want to leave the listeners with. Start thinking about the journey back to self. And in those I think those are so key five points is see first. See that you are on this journey back to self, hopefully. Seek out the things that are, are are causing this time in you that you're like, what is, who am I? What is going on? And there's no age to that. No. You know, I'm 53. You could be in your 50s and just not asking yourself, who am I? Yep. Because not saying that's a bad thing, you know, just life happened. Mm-hmm. You had a family, you had children you was worried about first. So see, seek, search. Don't be afraid. This whole thing in our community, this stigma about therapy, this, this stigma about uh, nobody, no, I don't need to talk to nobody or keep, the, keep what goes on in this house in this house. No, you got to seek out the resources and the tools and the things in this journey back to self that's going to help you be whole. So see, seek, search, and surrender. Then you surrender because that whole thing you see, you see the picture where you got your your hand in a ball, you holding on so tight to this rope. But as soon as you release it, you see the scars of how you was holding on so tight. So you have to surrender in order. And, and they say when your hands are closed, you can't receive what God has for you, what the universe has for you. So you got to surrender yourself in order to get the healing. And then the last is saving yourself is going to help you save everybody around you because you're going to save them for putting up with you for one. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to give an example for them to do. Then you have the tools. Giving them the tools. So I just, I'm, I'm just so grateful for you, brother. I'm just in such a spirit of gratitude for this conversation. Every time we sit and talk, even off uh, recording, I, 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 I learn so much. Um, we have a lot of things that we both have studied and know about, but I'm always open to some of those gems that you give me that I take that you don't realize that I take with me to continue my growth. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you. I honor you. I honor um, um, your journey. Yes. So thank you so much for being on Queenship Quarters. Thank you, listeners, again for this is an extended. Like we said, we hope you didn't leave us. We hope you stayed on long enough to get the end and get these last little little bits of uh, gems that he dropped on you. So, again, we thank you. Again, don't forget that this is not a trend. This is your divine essence. Don't forget that you need to seek out and search all the quarters of your being, mind, body, and soul. And don't forget we are saving each queen and empowering each queen one crown at a time. Until next time on Queenship Quarters. Peace, love, and light, and much love to you all.